0: I find it disconcerting. There will be an appropriate time
1: and a place to review policy. What does this rapporteur even do? The Liberals and Conservatives want to play a political game and score points. I think it's pretty self-explanatory.
0: You're actually sharing half of the story.
1: Life, 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 yeah. The Bank of Canada's decision to maintain its overnight interest rate is welcome relief for Canadians. As finance minister, I fully respect the independence of the Bank of Canada as it delivers on its mandate to return inflation to Target. Mm-hmm.
0: All righty. Remember all those heads that exploded when uh, Polly Evra commented on the Bank of Canada governor, said he should be fired? Nonetheless, uh, the finance minister weighing in, making clear her happiness with Tiff Macklem's decision to pause interest rate hikes, and I'd say it's more of a problem when the finance minister pokes in Because it is supposed to be independent, but nonetheless, this is what we're at. Let me bring in Mr. Tom Korski, who follows the Bank of Canada stuff uh, closely because, of course, you're banned. You're not allowed to ask them any questions. How are you?
1: It's true. (laughs) Hi, Alex. That's true.
0: (laughs) you. Are you the only one on the ban list?
1: Classic. Classic. I think so, yeah. Yeah. No, it would be us and maybe the Daily Worker. I don't
0: (laughs) (laughs) know. There you go. What do you make of uh, Freeland Wang? I mean, Trudeau did, too. All these premiers stepping in. It's like, like, Really?
1: Well, the governor of the Bank of Canada is appointed by cabinet, and ministers of finance meet with the governor of the Bank of Canada in secret behind closed doors, Mm -hmm. and they talk about finance. Former uh, finance minister Michael Wilson hilariously described this in his memoirs, where he discovered, he said, that uh, the governor of the Bank of Canada in his day knew no more than a typical bond trader at Mm -hmm. Dominion Securities, where Wilson used to work. Yeah. Uh, that was his, his big insight into the, the, the big machine at the Bank of Canada. They're as independent as uh, secret meetings imply. What was interesting about yesterday's report, though, was uh, they, they were not expected to raise rates. But the, the Governor Mackleman has been very clear there will be no reduction in rates. And they said yesterday, watch those gas prices up 15% since January. You know what that means. That sounds like inflation. That sounds like more interest rate increases. Their next announcement is in the third week of October.
0: Yeah, and um, you know, a couple of people we've had on said he's going to have to raise them. It's going up in the United States, and it's—I love how um, Freelance spins this. It's all going in the right direction. I'm like, honey, it hasn't even hit yet. Like, it hasn't even—like, it's just starting. Really,
1: it's true. And everyone also knows we saw some uh, price checkout data from Statscan, which is almost more meaningful than the Consumer Price Index, the headline rate that everyone refers to in this town. Food inflation is just shocking. It is staggering year over year. Uh, You know, uh, the the most, the cheapest cuts of meat, the most basic foods, nine, ten, twelve percent margarine up sixteen percent in a year. Are you kidding me?
0: Basics. Never mind trying to get like nutritional stuff. Like, don't don't even look at vegetables and fruit. (laughs)
1: You know? No, honestly, yeah. so, uh, uh, yeah, it's, I don't, I don't want to tell people it's going to be a bad winter, everyone already knows that.
0: Yeah, it's just all this politicking around it, like, we're fighting for you, we really are, and it's like, you know, just, just, you know.
1: Well, Freeland, yeah. uh, you know, you're, you're onto something, Alex, Freeland, the Minister of Finance is sensitive to this point, and she's not good at it. No. She's, a, she, for some reason, is she's an dismal communicator.
0: She's weird. you important- just say it? She's
1: weird. <laughs> Has gotten into this downward spiral of calling out disinformation and playing a just plain Chrissy from Peace River, Alberta. And no one's buying it, what with her million dollar properties in London and the chauffeur. I don't know why she insists, no one expects her to feel their pain. I don't know why she insists on going through this performative nonsense. It doesn't work and it just gets on your nerves.
0: Yeah, it, it really does. But no, no, Trudeau's not great. We feel, yes, we really, I'm like, you really feel it? Like when, when's the last time you stepped, stepped into a grocery store that was not, you know, like a delicacy, you know, shop. So that, that's where we're at. The story that I saw though, that really just, I think kind of is so indicative of the waste and the arrogance and just how out of touch they are is this story. And, and Freeland was asked about it, of this agency that is supposed to protect Canadians from banks, you know, the consumer, you know, protections, which kind of already makes us last, uh, they have done nothing. In five years, they've had 27,000 consumer complaints and they have, in a staff of 182 people, not looked at one not one?
1: No, no, they didn't reply to one. It's unbelievable, isn't it? This is under the supervision of uh, Minister Freeland. It's called the Financial Consumer Agency of Canada. They are empowered by an act of parliament passed uh, 22 years ago to protect consumers from being ripped off by their banks. And this is shes pairing on fees breach of the bank act minimum requirements when your bank gives you a hard time like the closing your account are, exactly oh. the odds are this is this is covered by legislation the bank act, and this is literally the agency 's job and we, we see through access to information they collect complaints and then do nothing with them literally they, they mm-hmm. have not done follow up with a single of more than twenty seven thousand complainants in the last five years. You know, people forget, Alex, we used to have a Department of Consumer Affairs in this country. There used to be one. Gretchen shut it down 30 years ago. No one has ever brought it back. What does that tell you about the state of consumer affairs? But we have this Potemkin agency. I I, I don't want to rant or raise my voice. We have these ridiculous people. The commissioner of the uh, Federal Consumer Agency, Financial Consumer Agency of Canada, Judith Robertson is her name. She's paid more than a quarter million dollars a year to not follow up on complaints. Well, why don't we just get Coco the monkey and give him bananas? Because he, I'm sure he's got a language, vocabulary of 40 words. He knows how to say no. Honest, Which is what
0: they said to you. None of your business. Because they don't also, there's no transparency. There's no accountability. But they get $37 million a year. But what are they? But, but I'm thinking, like, what do you do all day if you're not looking into complaints? Like, do they meet? Do they have coffee? Do they, oh, like, like, what do you, you do?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's hilarious. You know what they say they do? We, we don't respond to complaints. We analyze the complaints. I, I'm still trying to figure out what does that mean. You just look at them. 27,000 pieces of paper on the floor and then crawl around with a magnifying glass analyzing them. What does that mean? You analyze them as you take them to the recycling box?
0: Well, they analyze the truck driver's um, complaints, the, oh, the bank, oh, that, and, you know, oh, oh, no, and, that, but was
1: that the pump. Yeah, yeah. No, that was panicked. <laughs> oh, no, that's completely different. Remember, Minister Freeland famously said after freezing accounts, mm. including of family members of convoy supporters, not dangerous fugitives oh yeah she said the people she felt sorry for were the bank tellers because they could be you know they might meet some angry depositors who couldn't get money to buy groceries mm-hmm. uh, yeah. she feels the pain what can i tell you
0: they they do and they have our backs meanwhile you you got that big court case in ottawa are you uh, keeping an eye on it do you think tomorrow lich is going to get a and chris barber will they get that fair trial tom
1: Uh, You know, I have to be frank. It's going to be tough in this town. It depends if it's an Ottawa judge. I'm being completely candid. Uh, How many weeks in custody on a mischief charge? Are you kidding me? We have people charged with cop killing who were released on bail. And that woman on a mischief charge spent weeks at the remand center that tells you all you need to know
0: yeah it is you got to park your your feelings on this Uh, i know i've covered courts for a very long time that it is no question the amount of time spent in pretrial custody on that kind of charge is ludicrous
1: but no uh, elgin county uh, the, the elgin street courthouse right down the street here yeah, the uh, Superior Court for Eastern Ontario is highly political, uh, uh, trust me, <laughs> <laughs> highly political.
0: Well, we'll, uh, we'll keep our eyes and, uh, on it and, and not hold our breath. All right, Tom, uh, got to go, but always a pleasure. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Alex.
0: Mr. Tom Gorski, there you go. Subscription-based, worth every single penny. It is Black Locks Reporter. They always deliver. And we are watching that case. I am watching that case. We're only into day three. But I will uh, continue watching it and see what I hear coming out of it. I haven't heard a lot.